Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, bitches. Hi. I feel like the bitchiest bitch of all today. Why? Because I'm on my period. And I typically have a lot of like pain and discomfort in general on my period. But I haven't really consistently worked out probably since the beginning of this year. And I started working out again. And my body is so sore. I am in so much pain, like between my period and just being sore from working out. I don't even want to get out of bed. I don't know what to do with myself right now. Well, you're not in bed, so that's good. No, well, yeah, I'm sitting in the next room, but I've been needing to like go to the store and like get some um, grocery and Christmas shopping done. And like, yes, I can order it online, but I always think it's like better to get into the store and walk around, like get a little exercise. But I don't know. I just feel like I'm dying. And I, I think I might be getting sick on top of that because I just came up the stairs to record this and I was out of breath. And I know I'm not that out of shape. Like <laughs> I'm not in shape right now, but I'm not like lose your breath with one flight of stairs out of shape. Mm. I don't know. So well, I'm just not feeling great, but I'm excited to do this because this is going to be fun. Hell yeah. Well, first of all, Mercury is in retrograde right now, so... I, well, I don't understand. Everyone is having a weird time. It's like the the end of year, like everyone I know is going through something right now, whether it's yeah. minor, getting sick, everything. It's just like that time of year. So, mm -hmm. But you know what? The new year's coming up soon, so that's always like a good, hopeful time. Mm -hmm. I love the new year. Ryan, like I do, I love Christmas and stuff so much, but I think I love, obviously loved it more as a kid than I do now, even though I like doing for Alex. Um, but Ryan said the other day, like I, this, I hate Christmas because it's just so much stress and so much money and like just too much going on. And I was like, I feel that like, I definitely don't hate Christmas, but I feel I get it. It is so overwhelming. And I'm just like tired <laughs> emotionally, it, physically, everything. It shouldn't be. People stress themselves out and go into debt like what? for giving people presents that they don't need. Mm -hmm. Like it's such a stupid. Yeah, like I've said this before, but, you know, yeah. my family hasn't exchanged gifts since I was probably in high school because it's just like for what? We all have jobs. We all make good money. Right. We, you can have whatever you want. We, If we want or need something, we just buy it for ourselves. And I, know. I, know, I think that Christmas is for little kids anyways. It's different when you have kids and they're excited that Santa came and all that stuff. Right. You know I mean? So like, you know, I'm obviously living on the other side of the country now. So it's like, I'll send a gift to my nephew. But it's yeah. like, besides that, it's like, what what the fuck is Christmas like what's the like, point of it you know yeah and I understand getting kids Christmas gifts 
But yeah, I feel the same as you do. Like, I don't want to get another adult who can purchase their own items a gift. And then you end up, you, the problem is like, you have so many people to buy for that you can only afford to spend a little bit of money on each person. And then you end up giving them crap because it's not anything that's worth anything because you spent 10, $15 on it, you know? So it's like, I told my sister-in-law, like, I'd really like to do just like a secret Santa next year. Because as it is right now, and then also for me, because my family didn't do gifts except for the kids. And then also, I don't have a whole lot of family. So then I got into this this family that everybody should be buying gifts for everyone. And it's so weird to me. It's it's, it's stupid. It's so it's so fucking excessive. I secret Santa. I get, I like the idea. Yeah. Everyone getting together. Everyone gets yeah, one, one person. You, one. You yeah. Pick, you buy you for them the money amount so that everyone gets an equal mm -hmm. gift. And it's just like something fun to do. I get it. But I think that, you know, the holidays should be about like getting together with like as yeah as as Ricky from the trailer park says it's about getting drunk and stoned with your friends and family you know it's not Perfect. about who has the better gift it's it's so stupid anyways because you end up going home like you said with all this crap it's like yeah. I don't want a gift basket from the dollar store you know I, mean? I know and it yeah you know I just had a total PTSD moment um, I, gosh, I will never forget this. This makes me want to cry every time I think about it. I had a memory pop up on my Facebook of, um, a gym Christmas party that I went to years ago and we did, uh, not secret Santa, but white elephant. And so, you know, the hardest part about parties and stuff like this is that people are never on the same page like you've got people that will spend a hundred dollars on liquor and then you've got other people who are just like I can't afford to do that I want to do something but it's I don't want it to be lame and so somebody brought in for their uh white elephant gift it was a like hand-painted thing something that they made and the person that opened it as soon as they opened it they were like oh like they thought it was a gag gift. And so there was laughing and comments. I'm like, my stomach is churning right now just thinking about it because I it just heartbroken to think of that person who like couldn't afford to go out and buy something or really wanted to do something handmade from the heart and like gave of themselves and people assumed it was a joke. That's fucked up. Doesn't that suck? And then those people kind of like realized like, because I think they said, oh, yeah, I painted that or whatever. Then they realized it wasn't a joke. And then everyone was uncomfortable. Like, it's just, oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. But I don't even know where I was going with that. I think I just had that memory pop into my head. <laughs> oh, my God. How big of a piece of shit would you feel if you were the person that Oh, oh my god that's why you can unless you're literally opening up a dildo like you can't think that things are gag gifts or you should be able to do like a gag gift only or whatever it's just so much yeah I just like also I feel like I have Christmas PTSD as well more from like when I was a kid because like you know it's not like my family was like 
poor like I never went without but you know I we also weren't like a super well-off family or whatever like very middle class and I had Mm -hmm good Christmases like I always got a decent amount of stuff like my mom would always plan ahead and go Christmas shopping earlier in the year and stuff so Mm -hmm. I always had a decent amount of things under the tree usually like you know one big gift like an mp3 player at those times or you know Uh and like a bunch of little stuff and stockings and whatever yeah but I would have friends I remember that had more money than me like come to my house and I'd show them my gifts and they'd be like that's all you got oh and like I just remember like it's so it's so fucked up and um I totally agree with like you know on Facebook and stuff when you see the posts like make sure you don't tell your kids that the big gifts are from Santa. Like you make Mm -hmm. sure that they know those ones are from you because then other kids are like, well, why didn't Santa bring me this? Yeah. Why did Santa bring me something so much smaller than, you know, was I not as good as Timmy next door? Him. I just laughed because in the Vanderpump Rules subreddit, they refer to Tom Sandoval as Tim. (laughs) Why? Oh, because he's Tom. Okay. Just because it's stupid. And then they call Brock broke. Broken Sheena. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, you know, and it is kind of like I always have to bring it back to like religion or something. Cause I was just thinking, like, you know, you have Santa, and Santa knows when you're naughty or nice, and he's keeping track of all of your sins and transgressions. And uh <laughs> If you're good enough at the end of the year or at the end of your life, you'll either get presents or go to hell. So, or like go to heaven. Like the parallels between Santa and Jesus. Yeah. Is, it's pretty uncomfortable actually. Yeah, totally. Um, How did Santa do gifts at your house? Did he wrap them? Were they usually stocking stuffers? Um, yeah, wrapped, wrapped gifts, but my mom was never one of those, like even with the gifts that were like, quote unquote, from mom, Mm -hmm. not from Santa, like she never put them under the tree beforehand. So we couldn't like walk around and feel them. So every single gift I got was hidden and it wasn't until I woke up on Christmas morning and saw everything under the tree. Oh, that's exciting. That's fun. Yeah, Christmas we was always, good times back then. Yeah, we always did like I always I always pretend that Santa did the stockings and you know, you don't wrap stuff in the stockings and it's usually my favorite stocking stuffers still to this day would be awesome. Face wash, skincare stuff, shaving cream, razors, whatever. Like my mom used to put stuff that I needed in my stocking stuffer and that was so much fun. Because then you didn't have to pay for it yourself and you were going to need it anyways. Yeah. Is that like, the kind of stuff that you would get um, in your stocking? Yeah. And you know what? Blair's mom does that for us every year. Like she actually sent us our stockings. So we like have them under, Aww, the, under the tree ready so to like sweet. open up on Christmas morning. But that's what she does for us every year. Like she'll get us like presents, presents too, like little things. But then she'll always do like, you know. The toothbrush, toothpaste, razor, shaving cream, yeah. all that stuff. So yeah, uh, 
you know, always look forward to that because then it's like you always have something on deck for like the next couple yes, months. Yes, it's the best. It's the best because, you know, like it always feels like you run out of all that high, like personal hygiene stuff at the same time. So you're like, oh, great. Now I get to go like buy face wash, moisturizer, um, shaving cream, razors, shampoo, conditioner. It's like everything that I have to have right now is going to cost me forever amount of money. Yeah. So those are the best. Gonna go to Shoppers and spend five hundred dollars. Is Shoppers like a Walmart? Shoppers is like a CVS. Oh, oh yeah, like it's like a drugstore, but it's like a drugstore, um, full drugstore. But they also have a huge makeup selection and like huge skincare selection as well. Nice. Yeah. The uh, Targets at you because you guys don't have Target, right? No, we did for a little bit, but they got rid of them. Wow. They must not have been that successful. There was there was some like controversy with it. I forget. Oh, I forget what the hell happened. But this was like, I don't know, maybe a decade or so ago. They were here for a couple years and then they just like got rid of them. But they weren't like the United States targets. Like they were more like expensive and like higher end. Whereas like they started doing that here. Yeah. Whereas like when Mm -hmm. I cross the border to like New York, like the targets there are like worse than a Walmart almost like not worse, but like, you know what I mean? Like cheaper. And I know what you're talking about because even here, like I can go down the street to the target down there. It's completely different than the one the next town over because the one next town owner has been completely revamped. They have an Ulta inside of it. Um, There's I mean, like groceries and everything, they've been completely redone and they look like department stores as if they should be in a mall somewhere. Um, So way different. And then the one down the street's just a super target. That's like not any, not anything fancy, but yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you see this on camera? Yeah. What is that? I burned the shit out of my forehead with my flat iron the other day. Like just Sorry. put it right up against my forehead because it yeah, you can see the grill lines right there. Oh my gosh. I, I didn't know. notice till you pointed it out though. It freaking hurt. It's all I can see when I'm looking at myself. It hurt. Oh, I just like crisped that spit that skin right up. You just reminded me of like my friend in high school and she was cheating on her boyfriend with this like older guy and he Uh gave her a huge hickey on her neck and she literally told him it was from her hair straightener and he believed her. It's like, it's literally like a circle. It looks like a hickey, but boys are dumb. They could think that you're like straightening your hair like this or whatever. Well, I I just feel like people believe what they want to believe, you know, like, uh, like back to Vanderpump rules again like the Kristen and Jackson Sandoval situation like right it was so obvious it happened but Sandoval's like no I refuse to believe it like you know people just believe what they want to yeah that's true and especially guys especially in high school they don't know how a flat iron works or that could be a could have been a curling iron so maybe but he should have though because this was like the emo days and I feel like he was probably straightened his was straightening his hair too like you know that was back when like I remember my first boyfriend when I was 14 he had a better hair straightener than I did Ooh, yeah like it was he had like like the top chi at the time and I think I had like a knockoff chi like one of those like Walmart um like you know the people that like hey you let me straighten your hair in the middle of the mall like those those hair straighteners 
Um, I was going to say like, I, when you said chi, that was also like another PTSD moment, like the chi gold plated flat iron. I can smell my hair right now. Just thinking about straightening it with that thing. Mm -hmm. And people loved their chi. They were psycho, but their chi. And I'm sorry. I've tried a few of them and I think they're all crap. Yeah. I've tried them back then in high school. I've tried them as an adult, you know, and chi is like one of the worst flat irons out there. Yeah, they're not that good. It was just back then Garbage. the name brand. Of Everybody it, you know? had to have a chi. Like yeah. you were such a broke loser if you didn't. Because what were they? Fifty whole dollars. <laughs> I know, <laughs> which is a lot, you know. Um, I watched Thousand Pound Sisters. Oh God, you know what? Um, I watched it last night. Thank you so much for reminding me because uh, I I knew it was coming out soon because I watched the trailer a few weeks right. ago. But I but besides that, I would have never known. So thank God I watched it last night. And mm-hmm. first thing, Caleb, Tammy's husband, is still like on like they were filmed with him. And obviously mm-hmm. he passed away, rest in peace. So are we going to have to like see his death on the show? Like not physically see it, but see the I don't fallout know. of it? Or do you I think mean, this was filmed like way before and at the end they're just going to say like in memory of or whatever? I, I think at the end they, I think they filmed this like end of last year, beginning of next or beginning of this year or something. I don't think it was that long ago because I remember hearing that they were being filmed and that the new season was going to be coming out. So I'm not sure when. But I think that they're going to show the rocky relationship aspect of him and Tammy with them being separated. And um, I think that the reason that they ended up breaking up is because he wasn't super motivated to lose the weight necessary to get the trach out and to get to go home. And so I think that that's like why they broke up. So I'm wondering if we're going to watch him kind of like gain more weight not make an effort. I wonder if we're going to get to see him on the inside and then the girls on the outside. Right. Cause it did show the preview and he's like, Oh, Tammy being here without me isn't good for my binge eating. And then he's like, I've been struggling mm. and it showed him like, you know, you know, the TLC yeah. like dirty editing where it's yeah, just him, dirty like, edit. stuffing his face with fucking pancakes. Oh. Yeah. I think we're going to get to see a lot of that and that's going to be messy. And then at the the end, I think they'll, I don't think they'll show that far because I feel like that was, it was a little bit after they were filming or something. So I don't know, but um, I think at the end, they are going to say like, you're going to get the black screen with the writing and Caleb Willinghelm the seventh, um, passed away on blah 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 in memory of yeah yeah uh i think they're awful together (laughs) well like come on they were just like i I don't know if trauma bonded is exactly the term i want to use but they met in this facility that it's it's like when people meet in like a psych ward or something. I know. It's like, I was, you know, yeah, yeah you, this is not going to last. It's not good for them. And it's crazy to yeah. me that she's like my husband. Like, I guess technically that's your husband. But yeah. is he really your husband? You've never like lived together or made a life together. You're just in this facility 
it's fucked up and weird when the show opens on them like laying in their hospital beds in their in the same room (laughs) and they're like hospital like emergency room bedding or whatever and they're they're both in the same room. I was actually irritated about that because I was, you know, I was like, you know what? No other type of rehab will encourage or enable people to have relationships while there. You're not going to get that for mental health. You're not going to get that for alcoholism, for drug rehab, whatever mm-hmm. the hell you're going to rehab for. They will tell you, hell no, that's the worst thing you could do is get into a relationship in a place like this. And there's no difference between Tammy and Caleb. Like they're both in rehab to heal their addiction. And you're not supposed to be with someone in that state of mind. I'm just so. going to take it here for a second. Yeah. Do you think they've ever had sex? Yes. Okay. There's but no how, way that right? guy can get it up. No. You're right because it or even like, see his dick. Like, not right. trying to be rude, but come no, on. you're right. Cause, I, and also, like, logistically, okay, you've got like two very large people. It's one thing if you have like one very large person and another one that can kind of like a maneuver as needed, <laughs> like my robot. <laughs> but in this situation, you have two people who are immobile practically and they're both larger. So, how does it get there? That's going to be a clip on Instagram. How do they get there? I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's physically possible for them to, but like, what do I know? I've never, I know I've never uh, made love to a morbidly obese guy before. (laughs) I'll just say that. (laughs) Um, Um, Here's another thing that pissed me off about the (laughs) rehab facility. Why is Tammy using a reaching stick? Like, it totally reminded me of that episode of The Simpsons where Homer, like, gains all the weight on purpose so he doesn't have to go to work. And he, like, has the reaching stick. Like, (laughs) aren't you trying to, like, lose weight and be, like, this normal person functioning in society? The bitch can't even get up to get a bag off the counter. She has to fucking use a reaching stick. Come on. Well, and as soon as she is in control of herself, like they were saying in the trailer for the next episode that Chris was worried about her having more independence because then she can go out and get food or she can actually get off her ass and get in a car and drive and go pick something up. And so my, in my opinion, she's going to start gaining weight very quickly she might be good for like a couple weeks then I think they're going to really catch her eating bad and be and going back to bad habits and then I think that when Caleb dies she's going to use the grief as an excuse to continue gaining so yeah that's my prediction that's dark shit I don't know if I want to continue watching this show honestly oh come on I wish there was a pillow talk version that's that would be my preference like with them like the cast of this show or with like a different different people watching this who who do you think would be good for that pillow talk like what other youtube personalities i don't know but i'm sure you can i'm sure someone out there has like made a channel like reacting to thousand pound sisters probably um do you think tammy even can drive i don't I bet the bitch doesn't even have a driver's license. No, I don't think she does. I think that she 
because this was her first time sitting in a car seat so there's there's no way that she could have fit between the steering wheel no 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 that was so disturbing to me like disturbing to me she's so excited that she gets to sit in an actual seat in the car instead of on the floor with all the seats laid down and um everyone is like cheering and excited for her because she's sitting in a seat in a car and there were several times throughout this episode where I just felt like I don't know if I can watch this because it's really frustrating to me that so much time and money and resources and sacrifice of people's lives have gone into caring for Tammy and now that she's decided not to kill herself and bring everybody into her whirlwind of a life and she's getting her shit together now we're celebrating the fact that she's sitting in a car I don't know it's how did you feel did you laugh were you mad I felt frustrated about it I mean I laughed at the flashback of her like lying against (laughs) the scene I was like of course they're gonna show that clip that was a good one Um, yeah but yeah I agree with you it's like okay hey are we supposed to be proud of her it's like yeah I guess it's good but I was more focused on the fact that Amanda's getting a second surgery what do you think of like people getting second surgeries because she's getting a second one or trying to at least this season and also in thousand pound best friends Ashley had previously had the surgery and then she was working towards getting another one like Yeah. What do you think of that? So the thing is that typically when you become morbidly obese, that means you are an addict. You are a food addict. You're doing whatever an an addict would do when they get to that broke down point. So if you don't do your therapy, you don't go to a psychiatrist, whatever you need to do. If you don't work on that addiction every single day, like everyone else with every other addiction, you will end up giving back in to those old habits and regaining. And I can say this from experience because I've gained almost 30, almost I've gained 35 pounds in three and a half years, which actually isn't terrible considering the fact that I was down like 85 pounds. I'm still down 50. Um, But it happens a lot. And that's with me making an effort and like trying to eat healthy foods for most meals and exercising, but some people will just go right back to those old habits and they'll regain weight. So actually a revision surgery is not that it's pretty common when people have to have like a gastric bypass or sleeve surgery. And I remember hearing about it and I was like, oh, how could you ever allow yourself to get big again after you lost so much weight? And then I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to shut up now because (laughs) <laughs> I I would do a revision, I think. Dude, they say the long-term success rate is less than 5%. Yeah. That's, that's fucked up. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. It is crazy. Actually, I really want to go to... I want to get some Phenermine or something. Is, is it Phenermine? Yeah. What the hell is that? Um. Oh, it's just diet. It's um, weight loss pill. It's basically meth or whatever. <laughs> oh, okay. I remember like in my very 20s when I still lived at home, the nail salon I went to, 
there would constantly be people coming in and like asking for these pills and the owner of the nail salon would like give them these pills and you know and I never got them but I would sit there yeah. and get my nails done and just like eavesdrop and she would tell them about like you know people who have lost so much weight and whatever and I'm like looking back I'm like that was sketchy she That's was like shady. selling some illegal shit out of nail salon but yeah it was probably like fenermine or uh, it used to be something else fen fen do you remember hearing about fen fen in like the late 90s early 2000s no oh it's just how oh, just these like s- sketchy diet pills but they actually outlawed that and then they came back with a different version which is fenermine and so it's basically kind of like a pill version of ozempic i would assume <laughs> jesus i know so I thought I went, I might go to the doctor and see if I can get a prescription for that just to like help me get back on track. And then hopefully I don't have to have a revision. I think you need a revision, honestly. And I look at Amanda as well on the show and I don't mm-hmm. think she needs one either. Like I look at yes, her and I, well, I don't think she's like fat or anything. She's just got like huge tits. Like if big. she just, if she just like worked out a little bit, she could look really good I feel it's I don't know I don't think she needs it she's not as big as like Ashley on thousand pound sisters like she got when they showed what she looked like after her surgery like she gained a lot of weight like I would understand for her but I personally don't think Amanda needs it I also don't think Misty needs it either but But you know what maybe they just look smaller compared to Amy and Tammy I think so because and I think that um Amanda is tall too. I think she's like almost six feet tall or something. So I would guess her at at, at least 300 pounds. So. I don't know. I, I don't look at her and think like, oh my God, that's a huge woman. I think I was thinking of that when like, I don't know why they do this to these people during their like one-on-one or their couch interviews. The angle, especially for thousand pound sisters it's like they want to get up and under their fupa to film yeah they're trying to make it more dramatic but for the it's show so awful because then you just see like them well, one man, or man spreading and the show's about them being fat to be fair <laughs> <laughs> i know but honestly it gets to a point where it's just kind of rude like i don't know we are talking about tlc these are the people that pay extra for the fat people to shower during their first scene yeah, exactly. On oh, screen. God. By the way, when Chris came out, like, oh, God. I don't need to see that. I'm sorry. What was it? See what? They just showed him come out with his shirt off and all of oh. his, like, loose skin hanging down. It was just like, oh, come on, guys. Like, Dude, I get it. it's loose skin and not full. Oh, God. I don't need to see that. Lord yeah, they actually, day. they mentioned in the episode that if, is it Missy or Misty? Misty, I think, with a T. Okay. Misty. If Misty and Amanda have their surgeries, that will be everyone in their family has had a weight loss surgery. Yeah. All the siblings. That's crazy. That's crazy. I know. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, I didn't find as much joy in this episode as I have in past seasons. And I don't know if I'm going to keep watching. But actually, I don't know. That trailer for the next episode looked pretty good. 
I'm gonna keep watching for sure because I want to see everything go down with Michael. That's I, true. Yeah, I caught up with the tabloids when that was happening, and um, yeah, I remember when that happened because a huge physical fight happened and they had to oh. like cut filming for the day or something because oh, it was like so that. crazy. Yeah, obviously they're divorced wow. now, and I just love like this editing of like that kid gauge just like running around being a monster and then it just cuts to michael like zoning out into space but here's the thing obviously i feel horrible for amy because michael seemed like such a good partner to her until they had kids and i feel like that happens to a lot of women i feel like they they are in these like great relationships and then like the man cannot handle either it's like a jealousy thing because the woman is like now tending to the baby instead of their man or it's like the man just like you know is stressed out too and just checks out and doesn't know what to do I don't know so I do feel bad for Amy but then another part of me is kind of like well Michael did put in his work with Tammy like he was pushing oh, that bitch around that left too. right and center so he's probably <laughs> like I ain't doing shit now you know what I, mean? uh, <laughs> I was think- yeah I was thinking that too I was like god he did he's done so much for Tammy I wouldn't expect that he would have been like checked out of his responsibilities for his kids that's yeah. very strange to me because it's not someone that has always been sitting on the sideline doing nothing Like, I can't picture what their conversations leading up to having children were like. Like, I don't think they actually talked about who was going to have what responsibility and what it was going to be like. It was probably more like, hey, we love the Pet Cemetery movie, so let's name our kid Gage. You know what I mean? Like, I feel (laughs) like so. So maybe he's just like minded man that he just thinks that the woman should do everything and that if a, a man gets involved they're like interfering on a woman's job which yeah. obviously but like he's he's not all there I'll just say that no of course not no but the way he cared for Tammy would basically be the same thing that he would need to do for his own kids and he doesn't do that so that's what's weird to me um I think this was definitely a situation where Amy really wanted a baby and Michael was just like, okay, fine. But I don't think that he doesn't seem like the type that has like dreamt of having, you know, his, his bloodline move forward in his own son. Like, right. No. He married her and he's like, well, that's All my right. wife. That's whatever you, you do. Them. And he didn't think he didn't actually think about what it was going to be like or anything. Yeah. And I don't think she did either, to be fair. No. And then on the other side of things to like, you know, give some credit to men sometimes, uh, women have um, a big issue statistically with kind of abandoning their husband when they become a mother because they abandon everything. They don't do the things they like anymore. They don't see their friends. They're just so wrapped up in having and raising this baby. And so a lot of the time, all intimacy in the relationship can go, whether that's sitting down at the end of the day and talking about your day or actually having sex. I think that women sometimes become so focused on our children that we leave nothing for our partner. Mm-hmm. But then again, if the partner was doing his job, you know, you got a good a good split, 50, 50, 40, 60, whatever, maybe she would have more energy to give to him if she wasn't doing everything. So... Yeah, it's uh, 
age-old problem. It's definitely not a situation that I would ever want to be in. Like, I do not envy her. And I actually felt bad for her when Amanda made that joke and she started crying. Oh, that was so mean. They they do always joke about her eyes. Like, we've seen it in previous seasons. So I can totally understand Amanda's side being like, what the fuck? I've said this to you like a million times before. It's never an issue. But at the same time, like I'm a very sensitive person. And when you have something else like on the back of your mind and someone says something that hits a nerve and it's just in the wrong moment, like, I don't know, I probably would have cried too. I felt bad for her. But then when she was like yelling at her, I was like, stop screaming in the baby's ear. It like reminded me of Janelle on Teen Mom when she would like hold Jace and yell at Barbara, like the poor baby like put the baby down before you're gonna yell at someone please yeah I when you said she was did Janelle hold Chase like a football no she hold it held him like you know with one arm like how Amy was holding her baby just like you know okay I feel like I feel like moms like pick up their kids and don't even think oh, about yeah. it, you know, because like, we just set them on our hip and it's like a built in seat. That's why yeah, we have exactly. bad backs. Whereas like if I were to hold a baby, I hold it like <laughs> literally like out in front of me with two hands. <laughs> what do I do with it? <laughs> like Rachel on friends. Just yes. hold them like you'd hold a football. This is how I'd hold a football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they released. um they released i'm i almost said michael mcconaughey matthew mcconaughey no matthew from fat friends perry matthew perry perry they released his uh autopsy stuff yeah his official cause of death and it was ketamine and you said that that's what he said in his book too I didn't finish his audiobook because, okay. you know, I'm not and I I should go back and like listen to the full thing. I it's probably got about more sad through. now. No, yeah. I know, but I, so I started listening to it like right when it came out and mm-hmm. I felt like he was coming off kind of like pretentious and it was like a turn off for me and I just like didn't feel like listening to it but obviously now it I'm would be listening to it through like different ears you know yeah it's a different situation ketamine how do you do how do you even do ketamine is that a pill this is from like his treatments though right like isn't that what the article said like he was doing ketamine therapy and that's what Tyler from Teen Mom has been doing like this entire past season they've showed him do his ketamine sections and they just like inject it in him i was gonna say do they inject it okay yeah and then he just like sits there with like his therapist and like has his eyes closed and his therapist will be like go back to being a 10 year old boy and he'll like break down crying and he he talks so positively about it like he'll be like i i love doing that i feel so much better and it's like whatever works works but i don't know if i want to be like tripping out while i'm thinking about like my childhood trauma you know it's crazy to think that there is such a therapy that's like drug induced trauma therapy i know that creeps me out i want to go on the one of those ayahuasca things though Go be a hippie out in the desert. Would you be able to do the preparation for it, though? Because the preparation. What's the preparation? 
you have to talk to friggin Colin because uh he he did it but you can't yes. eat like you can't have like any salt any sugar or anything right, I out. don't know I don't know if it's for like <laughs> two weeks before like a whole month before like you can pretty much eat just like plain chicken and like drink water like you can't okay. have anything um you lose like so much weight before you go obviously because of what yeah, your diet has to be yeah and then they like give you this stuff that you have to drink before you take it and it just makes you puke or shit and you just puke for like hours and hours and hours and get like everything out of you why like so you so you're not like puking I wanted... when you're out there do they eat it all I mean I think you have to do it on like I think it's all like an empty stomach I don't know I Whoa. You'd, have, you'd have to talk to him uh but I I want to do it too but that's the thing I don't I don't know if I could handle it if I'm being 100% honest because I've seen videos um and I remember on one of Chelsea Handler's shows she goes and does ayahuasca and they show it and like the one chick who she was with was just like crying and freaking out about like how much she loves her kids. And it was like, it was just so fucked up. I don't know. I don't think I could handle it. Honestly, I get freaked out if like I take too much edibles, you know? <laughs> yeah. I wonder if I have too much trauma in my past to do something like that. But then that other people say me. it's super healing. Like you go through the crying and the freaking out and the bad trip, but then you like come out feeling so relieved and like like a brand new person. Like everyone has a different experience with it. Yeah. I would worry about not knowing how my body would react and uh, having another traumatic experience while trying to let go of my traumatic experiences. <laughs> yeah. And then you you're like just Lana like Del Rey today. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> Love her. Um, I, yeah. And then here's the other thing too. You're tripping out and you're like with all these strangers. That, like yeah. you're with, you're with like you could... Joe from yes. Connecticut or something. You know what I mean? It's yeah. weird. You're like bearing your soul about the darkest yeah. times in your life. It, it, it's a strange connection to have with strangers, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Um, I have a couple of random things that I wanted to talk to you about. Okay. Um, let's see here. Took a couple screenshots of something funny that I saw on Facebook. Okay. So there's this video, there's this guy on Facebook, he's in Instagram, TikTok, and everything. His name's Jaron Myers. And I think that he went viral the first time by making like a Chick-fil-A rap or something. Okay. Like a thing about Chick-fil-A. And uh, so that was several years ago. And he was telling this story about, and he has like millions of followers now. So he's like, hey, it was, the story he told was, was not that funny. He just basically was like, oh, I have this rental car. I'm out of town. I leave out of the store and I see this guy trying to get into my car, my rental car. And so I confront him and I'm like, hey, that's my car. What can I help you? And the other guy's like, can I help you? And apparently his two kids were in the back seat and he was at the wrong car. Right. So not that funny. But I found a couple of other funny stories in response. So this one says, once, once upon a time, I walked into my house super late at night and all my furniture was moved around. My roommates had had a few friends over earlier, so I felt this annoyance bubble up inside of 
of me that they literally rearranged everything while I was out. I start heading upstairs to my room and this girl I've never seen before shows up in the stairwell holding an MFing bat in her pajamas looking wild. I yelled, who are you? What do you think you're doing? And she repeated the same thing back. And we went on. Her hair. We went on hanging out. Sorry, this the wall in the stairwell was a picture of the wild looking girl with all her hair all nice, smiling and posing with another person. That's when I realized that I was literally in the wrong apartment and I had just scared this girl shitless. And that's why she looked insane. I honestly don't even think, don't even know what I said. So I just left. Um, I don't know how this happens so often. Is this like all college kids that are drunk and they're just going to the wrong dorm or the wrong apartment? It's There's, never happened to that, me. So I'm the wrong one to ask. In? No, my biggest fear though, every time I go to a hotel, because I saw a TikTok of this <laughs> yes. is the yes. hotel accidentally putting <laughs> someone in your room and you're like in there doing God knows what. And someone like a random just walks in. I think of that every time. Terrifying. Te- yeah. I think about that all the time too. Oh, um, This other person just said something else funny, like years ago, I went to church and I was tired as a kid. So I got in the car ready to go before everyone came out of service. I fell asleep in the backseat. And a couple hours later, I woke up drenched in sweat in front of this old house, confused as hell. I waited and waited and waited, didn't see my dad. I decided to knock on the door because I had to pee and an older lady opened and I told her what happened. She never noticed me in the backseat. That's like, that could be the beginning of a horror movie. Jesus Christ. I don't know. I don't know how it happens all the time, but apparently it does. People getting in the wrong cars, going to the wrong house. I don't know. Um, And then also I saw this and was going to tag you on this page six article that, so here's the clickbait. Mike, the situation Sorrentino believes there were multiple ahem situations in the bedroom with castmates Vinny Guadagnino and Pauli or Paul Pauli Di Del Vecchio during the early days of their Jersey Shore fame. So, I mean, the way that they were, that makes you think, oh, that sounds like they were, they were fucking. This is just like Justine always said. This is real, but he means that they used to have like threesomes with like fans all Mm -hmm. the time. So he, he wrote about it in his, in his book. And when you, when you go to the link, it, it explains all of that on page six, but the way that they word it saying that he believes there were multiple situations in the bedroom with his castmates, that's the way it sounds like they're fucking just the three of them. I mean, they had to have crossed swords at some point, right? (laughs) Like, yeah. And I'm sure they didn't give a shit any of them. But, a few you know. seasons ago on Family Vacation, Mike and Vinny were talking about that. They like Eiffel Towered a girl, like a fan yeah, of the show. Yeah, I remember show. hearing about that one, yeah. But see, they must have ironclad NDAs because I never hear stories from any of the girls that hooked up with them. Am I not in the right Reddit or something? Is that Yeah, no, none of the girls really like come out and talk about it. They've got to have an amazing like NDA that they make them sign. I don't know. I think a lot of them have just probably moved on and they're grown up and they have their own 
family right. and kids now and you know like that's like Paula for example like she was a huge part of the show and now she just doesn't give a shit she like lives on a farm with her husband and her kids and she's like I'm a mom now I'm not trying to go back to when I was fucking yeah. the situation you know so I yes. think it's more like because that's like Miami girl on Vander I'm keep going yes. back to Vanderpump but that's it like always comes too. back like, to Vanderpump that bitch could have when Scandaval happened that bitch could have been doing podcasts making so much money and same thing with her she's like I moved on like I years ago like what do I care now you know now I think I think so I was thinking more at the height of like MySpace and Facebook coming in when Jersey Shore was the biggest that it was if they were having sex with all these chicks they had to have had after the first season like a fantastic NDA for each of those girls that was here, or maybe it's even part of MTV's NDA that you're not allowed to go and do interviews and stuff about the show. I'm not sure. But I feel like when all this was actively happening, if there were stories that could be told, I think that people would be telling, would have been telling them back then. Because that, again, was the height of uh, celebrity gossip magazines that you could sell information for a million dollars because it was so hot back then. MySpace, Facebook, and all of that. So I think if they could tell the story, they totally. I mean, if you banged Vinny in twenty, hey Vinny, <laughs> I was a Mike girl. I would have gone for Mike. Oh well, I assumed that Vinny was your favorite since you want to go see him in Vegas. I, Vinny's my favorite on the new show, but like the original okay. show, I liked Mike. So if you banged Mike back at like height of Jersey Shore height of social media and celebrity news and gossip tell me you wouldn't have sold that story to the highest bidder i, I back unless then unless you had an nda and you couldn't back then i wouldn't have because i wouldn't have like known what that was back then that that wasn't yeah. like getting clout or whatever like wasn't yeah. on my mind back then because that was before like instagram and shit like that you know like myspace yeah. was a thing you're you're right. MySpace was kind of dead and Facebook was a thing, but that was when Facebook was like, LOL, going to the movies with my friends yeah. as your status, you know? And I you had just... to be a college student to even sign up for your account. <laughs> I would have just told ev everyone. Like, I just would have talked about and then it all they the time with my friends. For you. <laughs> <laughs> One of your friends would have sold the story instead. I just would have like bragged about that shit all the time. Uh, yeah, so you would have heard about it. I would have had a completely different podcast. That's for sure. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. You pregnant with uh, Mike with those Def big, those big headed situation babies. Definitely not. Um, <laughs> okay. Before we wrap up here, did you watch the Vanderpump Rules trailer? No. I think I started oh to watch God. it and then I was I was at work. I had to turn it off and then I forgot about it. They're saying what, March or January? January. Okay. End of I January. Think last, last year, this year was March, I think. And um, Raquel slash Rachel, her podcast is coming out in the same month. So it's like yep. she knows what she's doing with that, obviously. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's interesting because a lot of people are saying that, like even Ariana was like, I think a lot of people aren't going to like me this season and they're going to be on Tom's side. So I'm excited. 
I guess you're not um, as excited as me though. I was going to see if you wanted to talk about it every week. I, <laughs> yeah, I'll absolutely talk about it when it comes back on. Do you think that Rachel's podcast is going to be any good? I mean, do I think she has the chops to like carry a podcast on her own like Sheena or Lala does so mm -hmm. well? No, I don't. She doesn't have a personality. But I'm interested to hear her side of the story because mm -hmm. she is, you know, going to be talking about her full side of the story, things she's never read before. And Tom seems really upset about it. So mm -hmm. I'm... uh so I'm obviously going to listen, you know, and on Beyond the Blinds, they did their like pop culture predictions and mm -hmm. Kelly predicted that Ariana is going to go on Raquel's podcast and have it be like, whoa, us women against. And and I can mm -hmm. see that happening for sure. Yeah. But at the same time, I think Ariana is a little too hard headed to do that. Like I don't I think, think if Ariana I don't think Ariana was going to do her own podcast, it. that'd be a good way to announce it. Ariana had her own podcast years ago, and she never followed through with it. Same with Katie oh. Maloney; they started theirs and they just didn't continue doing them. I just feel like all of these um, reality TV celebrities, all they do is talk about when they were on reality TV, which is cool. But there's got to be more to your podcast than that. Yeah. And I, everybody thinks they can have a podcast. It's insane because actually um, in the group chat, you guys were talking about Love After Lockup. And I was like, oh, my first guest or my very first episode of RVF was um, with the girl in that season. So it's Jonna DeGrigley from Love After Lockup from the first season. She's my first guest. And it was crazy audio. I re-listened to it the other day. But I looked on the date of it and it was like 2018 was my first episode. I recorded it in the closet in my apartment. That's crazy. 2018. The closet studio. Yes. The, yeah. Your standard closet studio. Um, how long, how many years have you been doing short store? It's been at least like three, right? Since 2020. I started it like okay. September, 2020, I think. Oh, you waited that long during <laughs> COVID? You're like, oh, I guess this isn't going anywhere anytime I, soon. I think that's when Maybe I started start it. Podcast. It's so funny because like our group chat, we've we've been friends for probably the last few years already. And uh, I don't remember where I was going with that. Okay, well, we're going to head off to Patreon to talk about more Ashmore. I'm so fucking excited. I'm so excited. It was everything I thought it was going to be. And then and more after we're done our more Ashmore, we're going to do our sexy Sawa because I, yes. I rewatched well, Idle Hands this week. I got okay. super stoned and watched it. And I was like, oh my God, I need to talk about this movie with Julie. So yeah, but then I thought we were going to watch a uh, quiet place. Maybe we don't have to do a whole quiet we could place. Just do like, no, quiet. Is it quiet? The quiet. The quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we can watch the quiet i ain't watching the quiet place though i think i was the only person who didn't like that fucking movie the second one was better surprisingly everyone says that and i it is it's i better. never watched it maybe i'll watch yeah. it one day yeah it's good um yeah i'm so fucking high i did not mean to do this i'm sorry 
That's okay. I literally ate a third of an edible. A third. And it's like a little apple ring. Hey, it happens to the best of us. But I was in <laughs> so much pain that I was like, I just feel like I'm going to be so miserable. That's okay, guys. If you want to hear the, our continuation of this conversation <laughs> and us talk about the the icon of Canada, Terry Fox, go over to our Patreon. The links, everything will be in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram, Resting Bitch Pod. Follow me at Shore Store Pod and um, more Ashmore Month. Yeah. Bye. That, I'm 